Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Five. Hey guys, Wayne Johnson, Wednesday's Wayne, episode 67, sitting out here in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, racing Lincoln tonight, looking forward to getting back to these racetracks that we've got a little bit of notes on, and hopefully uh, we can be better for, than uh, we were last year, but uh, getting ready to go. Sarah got her on the line here, she's back home in her office, so we're doing this uh, mobile. Yep, we're back on the calling in, I guess we'll make it work, huh? Well, we're going to have to, you know. Um, oh, good. This week, I thought we would talk about Eldora and what a mess of a weekend that was with the rain delay and the all-day Saturday show. So do you want to go over those results? All-day Saturday, all-night, or Sunday morning to the airport at 6 a.m. We had what all kinds fiasco. of excitement. What a fiasco that was. And then I think I slept for basically a day and a half trying to recuperate. but Yeah, I'm still not caught <clears throat> up there. I'm getting close. We'll, we'll go over that here in a little while, but if you want to go ahead and go over results, we'll go back to telling the story, what happened there, and, and uh, go from there. Okay. So Friday, we had 36 cars that signed in. Actually, I think it was 37, but 36 was the final number. Uh, we had a five-hour rain delay, and they said they were going to get that track ready and we were going to race no matter what, which – uh, ended up with us getting in our qualifying, and that's about it, at, what, one thirty two in the morning? Yeah, it was pretty close to 2. Right. So you went out second group and qualified 15th out of those 36 cars. So that's where we stopped on Friday night to move over on Saturday morning, and then we ran like a day show and followed by the Saturday night show. So that Friday night show that was ran on Saturday day, you started fourth in the third heat and finished eighth, so not so great there. Last chance showdown started second. I think you led the majority of that, and then there was a late yellow and finished fourth. The A feature, you started 24th, and you ended up finishing 18th, but were scored 17th because Sheldon was DQ'd at the scales. So would you like to tell us about that well, heat race, last chance showdown? Well, let's go back to the rain out. A lot of guys were... You know, and I was one of them that we were complaining just because the bottom was so sloppy and wet. And, you know, it was probably 20 foot wide down there. And there was just really no way that we were going to race. We were able to qualify just because we could, you know, you can stay up out of that. And we were actually able, able to hot lap also. But, you know, side by side racing was going to get tricky there. And if uh, some of the old timers that listen to this thing, they'll, they will call, they can recall that that's what happened to Brad Doty. Uh, the bottom of the racetrack was really, really greasy like that. And I believe it was, Dave Blaney ran in there under him, and they got together and uh, crashed there at Eldor off the of two. So we were all, you know, a little bit hesitant of knowing what we were going to have for a racetrack there. And actually, when we went out to Wheelpack and rode around into one, uh, there was only one lane. The, the, the non-wing cars had, had already hot lapped and everything and, and qualified. And I was like, I don't know how you'd ever run down here on a double file, you know, a double file start. Uh, on the inside of somebody, I, it was, it was going to get really ugly. But anyway, we all, uh, shared our thoughts and ended up talking to Tony. And I think we did the best thing we could there. 
you know, safety has to be number one before, you know, before we race on these racetracks. And with the humidity the way it was and cold, it was just not going to dry up. I mean, heck, it, uh, I mean, they really had to work at, on it on Saturday morning to get it even to dry up, you know, on Saturday with the sun and everything. And then the racetrack did blow off and get slick and, and really wide. So I think it ended up pretty good racing. But going back to uh, our qualifying effort, I think, you know, 15th there was pretty decent for us for the, uh, you know, not having a lot of notes or a lot of track time there in the last couple of years. But uh, heat race, we were just horrible. I had no grip at all. And come in, made big, big changes for the B main and actually led, like you said, led quite a bit of the race there uh, until a caution, until a late caution come out. And then uh, actually uh, Gio Selzy actually slid me and passed me. And I passed, but passed, I drove back by him off the two under, uh, underneath him and, and then the caution come out. So on the restart, I thought, man, you're really going to have to get going here. You're going to get, get you know, smoked. So actually, uh, I think I overdrove the car a little bit on the restart, and but I didn't give it that much more thought. I mean, you think that you're wide open at Eldora, but with the racetrack the way it was, you couldn't be wide open. And uh, I just think I got to spin the tires too much, and uh, it just kind of got out of the rhythm and got going. We got, we got really messed up there and almost missed the show. We ended up running fourth, but got in the show, and then like I say the in the future, I think we just rode around there and, and about, you know, just, I mean, that felt like they were decent at times and bad at times. And that's one thing we're really struggling with is our feature package and uh, behind cars, you get tight because you're, you're going so much slower. So that's what we're really concentrating on right now, trying to get our uh, feature package better. Right. Well, I will say to reflect upon the last year, you know, this time last year, we were just really working to get that qualifying package together to even make a feature. So the fact that you're making features consistently, that's um, a definite positive on, you know, making progress there. So it's good to hear that, you know, our current battle is a feature package. Yeah, I think our qualifying package has got much, much better. You know, we're not setting quick time every night, but we're uh, definitely, uh, you know, getting closer to that inversion spot, which I call inversion. There's really not one, but, just, uh, you know, being on those first couple rows in those heat races sure makes it uh, much easier. It makes a huge difference to be in those first two rows of those heat races, no matter how it pans out. That's the part of the battle. So we will go on to Saturday. I have that there were 37 cars total. You qualified first. You were in the very first group. Um, but the way that it was to save time, because then we were battling rain incoming for the Saturday night show. They had you guys qualify in packs of three, and that's the first time I've seen them do that, at least this year. Maybe they've done it in the past. So your total qualifying after everything was eighth overall out of the 37, so that was pretty good. Had you starting second in heat four. You finished fourth, which put you in A, starting 16th. Finished 23rd, you pulled in on lap 11. Would you like to elaborate on that? Well, qualifying, you know, eighth, uh, you know, going first really helped us a bunch there, uh, no doubt about it. It uh racetrack I felt like started to slow down a little bit. But, you know, when we went out, me and Pittman uh were just within a, a thousandth of each other. You know, so I felt like our car was pretty decent and then, you know, starting on the front row of the front row of the uh Heat four. Heat four there, you know, I I didn't get a really good start and uh just kinda got to maintain in there and run and fell back to fourth right away and just trying to maintain and got rhythm there. It just you know, when you don't have confidence in your car, it's hard to just rip through there right away. It takes me a couple laps to get going here and get confident and that my car is going to do what I want it to do. And 
that just comes with more laps and getting your car better and getting more comfortable and 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 you know you just you got to be comfortable and you know have confidence in your car and and we're getting there but I just don't have as much as I need. Right. So what did you pull in for on lap 11? I don't recall. Well, we just uh like I said we're qual our qualifying stuff is pretty decent and then the feature we just we're just missing it, and I keep trying and and figuring it, trying to figure out what we need there. And I made some changes, thinking that that's the direction we needed to go, and I was really bad. I made the wrong decision, went the wrong way with the car, and I just couldn't. I couldn't run the bottom. I couldn't run the top. I just had to run right through the middle because I was up over the right front so bad. I mean, it was bottom and the right front shock out, and uh, you can't run the top doing that, and you can't run the bottom doing that because you, you know it just it trips over the right front and almost feels like you want to turn over right off the bat, but. Just made 11 laps and said, you know what, we're just going to be in a crash or in the way or, uh, you know, just wasn't no sense in it. So just made a corporate decision to pull in and save to, save to uh, run another day. Okay. So what would you give your Eldora weekend for a grade? I would say that we're B plus, you know, because I feel like we're gaining. I mean, at least B plus is a, is a uh, passing grade from when I was in school anyway. Well, C would be passing. C's get degrees, you know. We can go with C. Yeah, D plus. Does a D does a D pass? I don't know. I was an A student. I can't help you there. D is in dog, as in not great. I thought you were being way optimistic with that B. Okay, a D. No, no. I said D plus. D D plus. D well, you plus made it out. Plus. I think I think a D plus with a few C pluses makes you. A two, a 2.0 average, and that's what I was always shooting for because I wouldn't do that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we're on opposite ends of the spectrum there. Okay, let's hit a break, and we will come back and talk about our Saturday post-race excitement. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars, micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open-wheel racing. Visit OutlawWings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Okay, guys, we're back. We are uh, just hanging out here in Harrisburg. Uh, let's say we're boys are maintenance and finishing up today. We're getting ready to go to Lincoln, but... Sarah's got, uh, we had pretty, we got some. Uh, well, there's there's a theme we that we've been running across uh, throughout the race season so far as it comes to post-race travels and people that are intoxicated uh, really messing up our plans. So the weekend before, you know, my car got hit in the parking lot. Well, then after we left, we were trying to get, me closer to the airport because I had like a 5 a.m. flight on Sunday. So at 2 in the morning, we're headed up, what, 70? Is that where we were? Yes. And we're in the beeve, and I'm glad Wayne was paying attention. The car in front of us had sparks and all kinds of uh, excitement, and he gets it shut down, and there's a van flipped over on the side of the road with a gentleman who speaks no English who is very intoxicated. <laughs> continues to get out of his van that's upside down and then, like, basically urinate on the side of the highway. Oh, 
and then we, we had to wait for the cops to get there, and then the guy decided to get back in the upside-down van. All that to say, I have pictures of him being arrested, and he really slowed down our evening, uh, getting me closer to the airport. So Sunday was a rough day. Yes, it was. It was uh, – you need to be there at 6 a.m. I think we got to the hotel – or basically I should say the hotel because we are in the B, but where we, we stopped for the night was 4 a.m.-ish, 4.30-ish, I believe. And then, yeah, I feel like I blinked, and then we woke up and got on the airplane. And you woke me up, I believe, at 5.15-ish, and we drove to the airport, and then – it was a mess because I couldn't take the beeve in because it was too tall, so I had to turn around and go back to the hotel, unhook the Tahoe, take you there for <laughs> go yeah, back, hook the Tahoe, the Tahoe back up. up. And I drove about 30 miles to a rest area, and then I died for the day. But, no, that was pretty crazy, uh, you know, going down the, the freeway there, rain. And, and the, let, me, let me stress that it rained the entire time. Yes. Uh, why i mean it, it was still raining the next day it, i mean it rained hard too but it was it was crazy because i never seen the van flip over i just seen this car start throwing all kinds of sparks and it was dark and it was raining so bad but i got her stopped and that poor lady's car was wedged up on those it was a ladder rack that was off the top of the van but it was some huge ladders like ones with winches made in them and she was high centered on that car or on those on those ladders and she wasn't going anywhere and then of course, I went to check on the guy in the van, and by the time I got there, you know, here he started to come out of the thing, and and uh, no speak English. It was uh, <laughs> didn't work out so good for him when the cop got there, because when the cop asked him if he had been drinking, he said no speak English, and then the then the trooper was bilingual, so it didn't work out. Well, so he good. didn't have to speak English. So all he had to do was open his mouth and let that. Uh smell of alcohol come out and it was pretty Uh-oh. evident what was going on there i just couldn't believe he crawled back in the upside down vehicle like when what what world would you need to get back in it i don't know well because it was raining well yes <laughs> i still wouldn't want to be in an upside down vehicle oh. i mean well, i guess maybe was, it made sense was, to him that wasn't that was the only drunk driver's story of the week uh on sunday morning jason Todd sent me a message and uh, a drunk driver running the back of his semi race trailer. Uh, he said he was going about 55 miles an hour. A truck, a big four-wheel drive uh, lifted truck uh, guy was drunk running the back of him. He said that, that uh, guy probably had to be running 80 and run the Jeez. back of him. It has destroyed his trailer. And uh, these things are not easy to fix, folks. And I'm not sure. I haven't talked to him, uh, but I know they were messing with the insurance company trying to get all that figured out and. But, uh, you know, I'm not so sure. I haven't talked to him if he's going to be at Lincoln and Williams Grove because of this or are he's going to have to take some time off to uh, get his truck and trailer or get his trailer fixed. But, well, hopefully you know, they find a way to get him to the track. Well, the problem is, is is that it hit so hard that the door is not going to come down without cutting it off. And then it hit so hard that it bent the rear bumper on the race car, if that tells you anything. So that's so crazy. It uh, Unfortunately for him, that's a mess. Um, I'd hate to be in his shoes because – uh, I'm pretty sure that's going to be a pretty big battle trying to get that thing fixed. You know, Featherlight's normally a couple months out to get stuff done, so he's going to have to find an independent contractor somewhere or maybe have to fix it himself but to get it done very quickly. But uh, we uh, keep our fingers crossed for him. Hopefully they can get back out here soon. It's always something, but what I'm going to say is don't drink and drive, folks. 
Oh my God. Really? Come on. It's causing us more problems than ever this year, it seems like. It started at the beginning well, of the year with the big truck and then The thing about it is with the day the day of Uber and and, and Lyft and all that stuff, why would you ever drink and drive? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. You can get an Uber anywhere. Pretty much. Okay, well that's all my public service announcement. One more break and then we'll finish this thing up. Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top-quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email HighsideRacewear at gmail.com for more information. Okay, guys, we're back with some questions of the week. I will say during the rain delay on Friday, we were able to do a Facebook Live uh, Friday evening, just kind of impromptu, and we got quite a few questions in there. He got called to a driver's meeting uh, toward the end of it, so we didn't get to answer all the questions. So that's where I grabbed this question of the week from. Uh, let's see here. And Freddie Gaither asked, What's the latest you have ever raced? Which kind of goes along with that late night Facebook Live we had going on. <laughs> well, at, at, I wasn't at Eldora when they raced when the sun was coming up, and that's been quite a few years ago, and I don't remember the date. But uh, I do remember racing at uh, Mayetta, Kansas, I believe it was, uh, way, way back when. I wasn't very old, but uh, I actually took a little nap in a left rear tire. Uh, I remember that part of it. But I want to say that we finished the feature at like 4 a.m. So we had a rain delay, and it was back and forth. It was back in the NCRA uh, 410 days, and uh, it might even have been a, a co-sanctioned all-star race. I can't remember. But it was really late, 4 a.m., and uh, that's probably the latest That's the latest race I've ever raced. But I know that Eldor here a few years ago, uh, you, you know, they were pulling out when the sun was coming up out of the pit. So uh I thought that's what we were going to get into on Friday night, but just man, there was just no way that we were ever going to ever going to get that racetrack ready to really race. Right. Well, you know what I learned this weekend is when we were running ASCS, it was common for those races it could be midnight, one o'clock, you know, before we were finished. But I have definitely got really comfortable with these done with the races by ten thirty thing. So the fact that we were up past ten thirty at the track was difficult for me this weekend. Well, that's one of the reasons we're running the outlaws. I'm old. i got to get to bed by 11. <laughs> yeah, I, me too, apparently. Apparently, that is what I need. But So you said 4 a.m. at Marietta, Kansas? Is that what you said? May, Mayetta, Kansas, I believe. Mayetta. And I may be wrong. I know it was in Kansas somewhere, but I can't remember. But I thought it was Mayetta, but it uh, might not have been. But it was on the east, eastern eastern portion of Kansas. I do remember that. Um and it might not have been Mayette because Mayette is north of, of Topeka, and this was between Kansas City and the Oklahoma line up in there, and I just cannot remember for the life of me what the name of that racetrack was. But it was not Mayette. It was uh, it was another one, but I can't remember the name of the racetrack. I don't even think it's, I don't even think it's there anymore. Probably not. Okay. Well, Freddie, thanks for that question on that Facebook Live, and we have some additional questions on that Facebook Live that we'll be able to get to in coming weeks. Uh, uh, my question of the week this week. Listen closely. In the past, people were buried with, yes, I said buried, don't make fun of me, with items they would have needed in the afterlife. What would you want to be buried with 
so you could use it in the afterlife. I get that you want to be cremated. Don't don't go there. If I'm going to bury you, what do you need? Well, I'm dead. I don't need anything. Well, no, for the afterlife. Play along, you please. Believe, you got to believe in all that. So okay, well, play along. Do you don't uh, need anything. In the afterlife. Well, first, I don't know where how you pronounce buried or how you said that. That's buried. <laughs> buried. That's part of my oaky. I don't know what that <laughs> accent is. I don't know what that. I don't even know how to pronounce. Buried. Whatever you said. <laughs> buried. But uh, there's just some words that are weird for me. I'm not going to be buried. That's weird to me to be in the ground rotting. I just be done with me and take my ashes and flush them down the toilet or something. I don't care. But that's what uh, I was asking. What do you want? What I do you want with know. you? I mean, I mean, like I said, you're dead. What do you need after you're dead? Well, maybe like a sword or something. I don't know. What do you think? This is medieval medieval times or something? Hey, how what about the race car? How about that? How about that? Yeah, because you might need a race. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Okay. G- good answer. <laughs> okay. Y'all, if you haven't done so, please go rate, review, subscribe the podcast. We really appreciate it. I want to thank everybody for all the T-shirt sales. They're still coming in this morning, so just never-ending, and I don't hate it. So uh, make sure you get on the website, waynejohnson2c.com, and get a current shirt. We are planning to do a new version of shirts in the near future, so we've already been through a few batches of these, so I thought it might be time for a second shirt this year. Um, I did have quite a few people that shared the social media, shared the podcast on social media, and I've sent out koozies and stickers and other little surprises. So if you want to rate, review, subscribe, and share the podcast, let me know at waynejohnsonracing at yahoo.com, and I'm happy to send you something. I also have the voicemail line, 405-362-0620, that you can call and leave us a question of the week, a question or comment. And you can also follow along on social media, Wayne Johnson Racing, at Facebook and Instagram. That's what I've got. Awesome. Well, guys, until next week, keep listening. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.